There are many negative love stories that we're creating. Most of those love stories are centered around, I would call it the archetype or the mask or the persona or the same name, same thing, centered around the persona of the victim, i.e. something bad has happened to us, again, most likely in our childhood, and we've placed on the mask of the victim, i.e. that ha- that thing happened to us, and now we are not budging from that victim. We're staying in the victim persona. Let me be very clear with my words as someone who has often found himself in this victim persona. We cannot create an expansive, loving love story in our external world if we are in the victim archetype, if we are in the victim story, if we're in the victim persona. So it's being really honest with yourself. Are you making the choice? Because we're all making the choice. We're all either at least unconsciously making the choice. If we can bring conscious awareness, we can shift it ideally. But we're all making the choice to stay in the victim if we're there. No one outside of us is keeping us in that victim. We have the choice. So just this in itself, making the choice to step out of the victim archetype, the victim persona, will start to allow you the space to create a love story that's expansive, that's actually connected to the infinite love that you are. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another solo episode of the show, another intimate, loving, spiritual episode with here, your host, Harrison, myself, my heart, and my love, a little bit rusty <laughs> here this morning with recording a, a first podcast in a while. But for those new to the show, joining either listening on the podcast platform or watching live on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, this is a solo discussion where today I'm going to pick out a particular loving, mystical, spiritual topic to dive deeper into and give you some practical tips, guidance, and insight today. And that topic being creating your loving story or creating your love story. And what are the what are the obstacles? What are the challenges? What are the things getting in your way from creating your love story? What are some tools that we can use to bring awareness to better ways in 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 highlighting and unraveling the issues that we have with our love stories and how do we create more spiritual loving awareness around it that is what i'm going to get into today and i can't wait to share some more on this topic with you if you are joining live here today on facebook and all the feeds you can leave your questions your comments anything that bubbles up throughout this chat in the comment section if you're listening on the podcast, please share this out far and wide with a family member, a lover that you think this can help. And you can also leave your feedback and your comments over on Apple and Spotify reviews. And that helps me pick topics just for you in relation to the episodes I do in the future. All right. So before we get into everything today, a quick little reading here of a beautiful review left by one of the community that again much like you you can do the same this is from 
DWPAD88. And this person says about the podcast, this is a must listen if you want to heal. As a health professional, I find it very rare when a podcast goes deep into exploring the hidden reasons for pain, symptoms, and suffering. The Cosmic Love Antenna, with its enlightened host, Harrison, does exactly this and provides practical and understandable solutions to help people who are suffering. If you're looking for real health and life solutions that go beyond the surface level box of conventional thinking, then this is the place to be. Thank you, DW, for the beautiful review, and it lands in my heart. If you leave your reviews on Apple and Spotify, I'll also pick them out and read them on the show as well. Okay, let's get into it. Let's not waste any more time. And I want to get into the theme and the main crux of today, rewriting and creating your love story. Before I get into some practical tips around this, I want to define and explain why this is even important. Why do we even need to care about creating your love story? I'm going to begin by sharing two of my favorite quotes, and you'll see why in a second. The first quote is from Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard describes and says, your world is defined by your conception of yourself plus your conception of others, which is not their conception of themselves. Second quote here is by is from Rumi, and Rumi says, you have within you more love than you could ever understand. When I read these two quotes, they seem to contradict each other. One quote from Neville is saying that the world that we are living in and and thus creating is defined by conceptions or stories that we have created for ourselves and projected onto the outside people, places, and things within our world. And then Rumi is saying that within your internal world, you have within you more love than you could possibly understand. So if you are looking to create your love story, these two components are very pivotal in creating the story that you deserve. And I'm going to first describe and break down you know, what is a story. A story, in many ways, is the repetitious thinking mind, the repetitious thoughts that we are internally creating and then projecting onto the outside world, much like Neville was describing. Unfortunately, there's, a, there's two pieces here to understand. One, we are thinking as experts, quote, 60 to 100,000 thoughts a day. Many of those are the stories that we're creating. Unfortunately, most of those thoughts most of those stories are negative. So you're starting to see now that the world that we're creating, the love story that we're creating is negative in many ways, is limiting, brings us down, takes us down into a reality that we don't want. This is happening all the time. Whether we are consciously aware of it or not, we are creating our reality. 
If you are in a love story, either with yourself, a partner, a friend, a family member that isn't expanding, isn't positive, isn't beautiful in all the ways that you deserve, because let me be very clear, you deserve to have love stories that are abundant and powerful and all of the things that you desire. If it's not in that box, if it's not in that category, then you are the reason it is that way. And I know that's very hard to hear. I can't, I have difficulty hearing that myself, but you are the most one, most powerful, and two, most important person in your reality. And you're creating these stories. Which brings me to the second quote where Rumi says, you have within you more love than you could ever understand. This shows that you have all of the potential in the world to not only tap into that internal love, but express that love through the stories you're creating and thus create a reality in which every relationship, intimate or otherwise, is full of this limitless love, is full of this powerful, mystical love that you are made of. So this is really what I want to get into today. This is why this is important. It's, it's, there's this line here between an unhealed ego structure that is where we hold all these negative thoughts that we're projecting and creating from versus your infinite spiritual heart space that wants you to tap into your internal love and then express it externally into all the relationships, all of the love stories you deserve to create. So today I'm going to be describing and going over some practical tools and tips and sharing some of my own examples of how to do this, how to create not only your love story, but a love story that is bountiful, beautiful, and expansive. So stick around. I just want to remind, remind everyone for the people joining live on all the social channels, you are very welcome to leave any comments, questions as we are, as we're moving through this, and I'll add your voice into the show and anything that's bubbling up for you. So please feel free to do that on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook. Okay. So I want to break down some tips here now for creating these love stories, these more expansive love stories and way of being. And I want to explain this from my own personal experience, as I always aim to do, but even more so today, because this topic is very fresh on my heart. I recently, at the time of this recording, just returned from a beautiful adventure, uh, hosting a retreat, meeting friends, connecting to deeper layers of my heart. And throughout that experience, throughout this unraveling, one of the biggest lessons that I'm still currently integrating is this understanding of the love stories that we're constantly creating, the love stories that I was creating, and most importantly, the illusions around them in all types of relationships. Let me be very clear with that. Whether this is whether you're connecting into today for more loving friendships, more loving family connections, more loving intimate romantic partnerships. We are all creating stories, love stories in them. 
The question here is though, are those love stories supportive? Are those love stories painful? Are those love stories illusions? Because I know for me, as I reflect back over the last few weeks of my life, <laughs> there were definitely more illusions of pain that I was creating than the real loving reality that is actually there. So how do we start to understand this? How do we start to dissect? How do we start to unravel these love stories and create new ones? First step here is bringing your loving awareness to the story that is currently playing or the story that is currently unraveling within the relationship dynamic you're finding yourself within. Okay, so let's use an example. Let's say that you are connecting to a friend that you love very much and you're noticing that you are creating a story of I find it very hard to speak around this person. I don't deserve to speak until they finish speaking. Or whenever they are speaking, I need to be quiet. Or they deserve to speak more than me because whenever I use my voice, I'm less than. Right? These are just very simple examples. But you can already notice that there is a lot of repression in these stories. There's a lot of negativity, submission in these stories. So the first step here within the awareness of this is to detach from them, is to give, is to create space, to add in space between you and the story that you are unconsciously creating. Because most of these stories, that's where they come from. They're coming from your unconscious, where you have learned them from mostly childhood, and you are now habitually projecting them onto all relationships that you have. So the first step here is bringing in your loving awareness and detaching from them. How do we detach? One way to do this is to have the internal prompt of, is this true? Is this story that I'm currently in and believing is my reality, is it true? Let's go back to the example that we gave. Is it true that I do not deserve to express my voice within this relationship dynamic. Is it true that I need to wait, that I need to be second, that I need to be quiet and, and hold my truth back in this relationship? Is that true? And for most of us, myself included, we might actually say yes. It is true because we're so entrenched within the belief system. We're so entrenched within the way of being, the way of thinking. But for the small minority, we might actually say no. And that's our moment. That's our moment of detachment. That's our moment of starting to create space between the story and what we actually are. So that's the first little prompt that we can play with. Second prompt to bring in awareness around these negative love stories that we're creating is adding in the breath. And of course, we're all breathing all the time. But what I mean here is mindful breath, using the breath as an anchor within the story that we're getting lost in. What does this look like? It could be as simple as within that conversation that you're having with your friend, your family member, your lover, that the love story is centered around. 
taking a moment to pause and notice how you're breathing. Are you breathing in through your nose? Are you breathing in through your mouth? Are you breathing slow? Are you breathing fast? How does it feel to have the breath move through your nostrils? How does it feel to have the breath hit your chest? This is doing many things within this moment, but at the very least what it's doing is creating a space and detaching you from the current story that is playing, the current love story that is limiting you. So we can all do this and we can all start to create this space of awareness to observe and to test the love story that we are currently playing. And it is from here we can now get more specific. It is from here that we can now start to create better stories. We can start to release and detach from the negative love stories. But this awareness and this space must first be here. I want to give an example for people tuning in and listening and either watching live or listening to the podcast. I notice throughout my day in the morning i am quite on top of the negative love stories that my ego is playing this is because i'm more connected spiritually more connected to my spiritual heart space and all of my spiritual practices are usually in the morning but towards the end of the day as the day progresses as the body starts to fatigue as my as my attention my my attention metric my ability to to take in information, my body's needs starts to, they go up and my physical needs start to be more of a priority, the ego will take over. And this is where the spiritual being inside of me will often take second place. And now the unhealed ego, the unhealthy ego with all of the negative love stories will start to be a priority. And I'll often catch myself in these stories are projecting onto the outside world. So I explained this example in my day to one, hopefully help you relate. You might notice that towards the end of the day, it's a lot easier to catch yourself in these negative love stories, but two, to help you see that it's very normal. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. What is needed is more practices. What is needed is more loving devotion. What is needed is more of a awareness back into what is the true reality, right? Again, going back to the quote at the start of this show, as Rumi said, you have within you more love than you could ever understand. So if you don't feel love in the love stories that you are creating in your relationships, that's an illusion. But we must first understand what are the practices needed to come back to and move through that illusion. Okay, next up. So we spoke about awareness with these love stories, adding in the gap. I want to now speak to, okay, we've added in a gap, we've added in space, we've tested if the story is true or not, maybe we've added in breath. Can we go deeper here? Can we start to maybe work out where these stories are coming from? While I believe that we don't need to go searching don't need to go looking all the time. If we want to get to the root of these negative love stories that are stopping us from creating positive love stories, 
sometimes the root of these beliefs, these thought forms that continue to play over and over and over again, sometimes getting to the root can help us pull out that story altogether so we can plant new ones. So how do we start to get to this root? One of the ways is tuning into the body, specifically tuning into your beautiful chakra centers. I'm going to put a couple of episodes in the show notes for this discussion here today, where I've talked a lot about a lot about these in relation to your love story and bringing in more love and, and opening your heart space. Episode 117 and 122, The Unified Field of Love, part one and two, I'd recommend you go listen to, as well as episode 104, How to Open Your Heart. And in these episodes, I talked about the different characteristics of the spiritual space of love that you're made of, but I've also spoken about the different chakra centers. And if you're reading my new book, Your Cosmic Love Antenna, I speak about the power of the chakras in getting getting specific around where the story, where the trauma, where the pain, where the current illusion that is dictating your love story is coming from. So as an example, if we are noticing within a friendship, a family, a family dynamic or an intimate romantic partnership that we're creating a love story that is limiting, that is negative, that feels painful, we can get specific and we can tune into where in the body do we currently feel the tension? Do we feel the tension in our throat space? Do we feel the tension in our heart? Do we feel a tension across our third eye? Do we feel a sinking in our stomach? Each of these portals, these chakra gateways, act as a not just a point of awareness to help us detach, like we just spoke about earlier, but also acts as an opportunity for us to dive deeper into, to work out what is the need that needs to be met. For example, if I'm creating a story within my romantic partnership that this person is eventually going to leave me, this person is eventually going to abandon me, this person is eventually going to reject me, what is the likelihood that that story has an inner child root, has an inner child origin? The, the short answer here is very likely. And when we tune into the chakra centers and the gateway that we're currently feeling a body sensation within, we can start to meet that need. Why is that important? Because if we can meet that inner child need of rejection and abandonment, then that story will cease to play. It will cease to play and project onto our external relationships. It will cease to create a love story that is limiting and will create space for us to create a love story that is expanding. So the simple practice of body awareness tuning into what chakra it's connected to. We talked about the breath. Let me add in another breath practice here. Something that I, that I like to do with clients and myself is imagining a golden, golden beam of loving light coming in from the crown center and into the heart specifically and expanding that light around me. So breathing in the golden light through the crown into the heart and breathing out, expanding loving light around you. And what this does, it creates something I call your love bubble. And in your love bubble, you can start to meet the needs. You can start to tune into where you feel discomfort around the stories that you're playing, the love stories you're creating. 
and meet the need. Give that inner child what she deserves. Let her know that she won't be abandoned. Let him know that he won't be rejected. Okay, I've done many episodes on this. I won't go too deep into this topic today, but this in itself is a way that we can create a more expansive love story. Another example in my life around how this comes up, I notice in uh, romantic relationships, a lot of, I'm going to give another example a bit later here of a specific one, but a lot of general themes of abandonment and rejection come up. And often when I tune into my body, they are centered in my sacral and root space. And when I ask what is needed within my love, love bubble, often what comes up is body nourishment, whether that be getting out in the sun, putting my feet on the earth, feeding myself with beautiful nourishing food. That meets the inner child need. And I'm then able to connect into better love stories that I create. I feel empowered, I feel supported, I feel safe within my body. And then from that internal safety, support, and security, I then create love stories from that place rather than creating love stories from the abandonment and rejection wounds that I have. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that's clear. Okay, next up here. So I've talked about using awareness to create these stories. What story are you in? The awareness around it. We've just spoken about how does it feel? How does that story feel in your body? Tuning into the chakra centers, connecting into what the needs are. This next one around these love stories, creating a better love story for yourself is asking yourself, do you want it to be different? Do you want the current love story you're in to be different and being really honest around this. And just before I get to this, I just want to reset here for people joining live on Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn. If you're enjoying the chat, I hope you are. Leave your comments and love. But if you have questions today and you want to add into the podcast, things are bubbling up for you, place it in the comment section and I will add your voice into this conversation today. All right. So do you want it to be different? This is a really important question. And what I mean by this is coming back to one, your power of choice, but also becoming aware of when you are staying within the specific story of the victim. There are many negative love stories that we're creating. Most of those love stories are centered around, I would call it the archetype or the mask or the persona or the same name, same thing, centered around the persona of the victim, i.e. something bad has happened to us, again, most likely in our childhood, and we've placed on the mask of the victim, i.e. That, ha that thing happened to us, and now we are not budging from that victim. We're staying in the victim persona. Let me be very clear with my words as someone who has often found himself in this victim persona. We cannot create an expansive, loving love story in our external world if we are in the victim archetype, if we are in the victim story, if we're in the victim persona. So it's being really honest with yourself. Are you making the choice? Because we're all making the choice. We're all either 
at least unconsciously making the choice. If we can bring conscious awareness, we can shift it ideally, but we're all making the choice to stay in the victim. If we're there, no one outside of us is keeping us in that victim. We have the choice. So just this in itself, making the choice to step out of the victim archetype, the victim persona will start to allow you the space to create a love story. That's expansive. That's actually connected to the infinite love that you are. So get honest with yourself. Welcome, Lily. I see you in the chat. And Lily, I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to a lot of people because this victim mask and persona, it's part of the human condition, right? And it plays a role. Like if you're abused as a child, you need to put on the victim mask to protect yourself in that moment. The problem becomes when we keep it on, when we keep it on and we sustain it. And then we ask the question, why isn't my love story changing? Well, it's because you're making the choice to stay in that fight or flight state. But the powerful thing here is to remember that if you can make the choice to stay in it, you can make the choice to step out of it. I want to share an example in my life of when I've noticed this victim archetype come up in the love stories I'm wanting to create and change. I've noticed within my romantic partnerships that I'm looking to facilitate and expand into, one of the victim examples is wanting to run away. Wanting when things get serious, when things get more intimate, when things get more loving, when you go to deeper layers of love, one of the victim stories that come up in my field is wanting to run away, wanting to just not deal with that intensity, not wanting to go deeper into that 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 um, more spiritual love. And I've observed it. I've followed these steps that I'm sharing with you today. I've asked, is this actually true? Do I want to run away? Do I Is running away in this moment going to lead to more love? Or is running away just going to continue and exacerbate the victim persona? Right. So it's being really, one, honest with yourself, but also loving. Understanding that these, these stories, these quote-unquote negative stories, they had a purpose at one point. They just no longer have a purpose. Another example here of connecting into choice around, do you want this to be different? Do you want your love story to change from negative to positive? Is being honest with yourself and realizing that there's probably work to be done. There's probably healing work to be done. There's probably someone that you need to speak to. There's probably support that you need to get. There, it is an illusion to think that you can do this by yourself. It is an illusion to think that you have all the answers. It is an illusion to think that you don't need someone else's hand to hold. And be careful with my words. I'm not saying that they have the power. What I'm saying is that often we need a light outside of ourselves to come back to our inner light. Because we have so many of these negative love stories, these limiting love stories, these painful love stories that for whatever reason, we don't have the perspective or the knowledge to move through, but someone else does. And that's normal. So 
the choice here is making the choice to ask for help, to ask for support, to ask for guidance, to seek out that mentor, that coach, that doctor, that practitioner, that professional. It could even be a friend. That was my example recently, speaking to a very close friend around some of these negative love stories that I was creating. And due to her knowledge, her wisdom, her life experience, that is always going to be unique, right? We're always going to have unique life experiences that are going to be different. So there will always be something else that someone has that we don't. Due to her experiences, she was able to see a victim love story that I was staying in that for whatever reason, I couldn't. And it was in that moment, going back to awareness, that I could bring awareness to that negative love story and shift. I could now make the choice based off her reflection of love to go deeper into myself. And we all have access to this. So make the choice. And remember that not making a choice, not doing anything is still a choice. Not deciding to get support, not deciding to change, not deciding to look within, not deciding to do anything about the victim mask, that's still making a choice. And you're not judged. We all do it. But it's understanding that. You have the power here. It, the question is, where are you directing the power into? Are you directing the power into limitation or are you directing power into an expansive love story that you deserve to step into? All right, let's keep it going. Getting, getting passionate here. Welcome, beautiful beings popping into the live. I see you there, Jade. I see you there, Ali. Welcome. As always, if you have questions, comments that are bubbling up throughout this chat today, place them in the live comment section and I'll add your voice into this flow as we go. I hope this is bringing you some value talking about the love story that you're creating and learning to, with the practical tips that I'm providing, expand into a more abundant love story, catching the negative stories that you're creating, the limiting love stories that you're creating and stepping into the bountiful love that you are made of. So next tip here is understanding that if you are in a love story that if you're creating a love story, either with a friend, a family member, or an intimate partner, that is painful, that is limiting, that is leading, that is creating a reality that is detracting from your life, that is leading to more and more painful experiences, then that is an illusion. What do I mean by this? When I say illusion, I don't mean it needs to be spiritually bypassed and ignored. What I mean is it's an illusion in the way that it's not the deepest reality. It's not the real reality. The real reality is that you are a divine being of love that has infinite loving power. So if you're not feeling in love, i.e. constant pain within your relationships and your love stories, you are in an illusion. So this is a practical tip in itself, is to realize that as, again, this is why I started the chat with this, with the Rumi quote, right? You, you have within you more love than you could ever understand. In many ways, this is what it means. You are made of pure divine love. 
So another practical tip here, and if you've listened to the show before, you know what I'm going to say before the new people, practical affirmation that I would get in the habit of, of applying to the love stories you're within and the choices you want to make within them is asking yourself, what would love do? If you're currently being triggered by your romantic partner, your friend, your family member, and you're looking to create a more expansive love story within that dynamic, asking the question, what would love do, will help you step beyond the pain, will help you step beyond the fear. It will also open your heart. Because often, as I spoke about at the start of this conversation, often our negative love stories are coming from our unhealed ego, which is a head and mind situation. So simply asking the affirmation and implementing what would love to drops you from the head to the heart and helps you for a moment move beyond those negative stories, those limiting stories, beyond fear. I am yet. And this is a big statement, but it's true. I am yet to apply the what would love do affirmation and then act on what the what the answer comes up as. I am yet to apply that and do that and not be in love after that. If that's not your reality, then you need to practice it more. You need to you need to step into it more. Because this the the pain and the fear that comes up. The only way that we see the illusion that it is, is by surrendering through it, not by ignoring it, not by suppressing it, not by spiritually bypassing it, like I spoke about a second ago, but by surrendering through it with what? With love. Another practical tip here to help you with this, with connecting into this real reality of love that you are, this spiritual love that you're made of to create better love stories is learning to invite in something I refer to as your divine presence. Okay, many, many different words for this. How I would describe it is your divine presence is the deepest part of divinity that you are made of, that is inside of you. It is your seed of godliness, your seed of source, your seed of presence, oneness, all the same name the same thing. So learning to invite your divine presence in within these negative love stories you're getting stuck in, the painful love stories, the fearful love stories. It can be simply placing your hands on your heart. And this is my own practice, right? Placing your hands on your heart and calling in. I call in my divine presence to be with me in this moment and to offer any insight that is for my highest good. And that might be the answer to what would love to but it's much more than that because that divine presence is, is love, is made of love. So that practical tip, that practical affirmation, that practical request can be applied in all of the love stories you're looking to alchemize from shadow into light and also add on to that are already beautiful. Because again, and this is why I referred to the episode I did on the unified field of love. The love that you are made of is unbounded. It is infinite in its potential. So what does that mean? Practically what that means is if your love story feels amazing, 
if the love story that you're currently in is going wonderfully, it can get better. <laughs> it can keep going. There is no ceiling to the amount of love that you deserve to experience. So the sooner you accept that and invite that in, this is how we start to move through, again, the heavier love stories that we continue to create. Another, just because it's coming through in this moment, another tip to share around this too is to ask yourself, do you feel like you deserve that infinite love? Within the love stories that you want to create, the love story you're creating for yourself at the very least, and especially within any friendship, family member dynamic, or romantic partnership you want to create, asking yourself the question, do you feel like you deserve that? Do you feel like you deserve that unbounded love within that dynamic? Because I'll be very clear with my words once again, if the answer is no, that's where you have work to do. Because you deserve that unbounded love. You deserve that infinite potential of love, loving expression. Because it is what you are. You never needed to be deserving of it. You never needed to be worthy of it because you were already it. You didn't, you didn't need to pass any tests. You didn't need to do any work. It is you already. So if your, automatically, if your automatic response to that question is no, then not only is that an illusion, but that is the component that needs your loving awareness in this moment to work on. Let's keeping let's keep it moving. I have one more one more topic here to hit within this spiritual creating your love story conversation today. And it is in relation to it flows beautifully onto what I was just saying in terms of your unbounded love. So let's say we've followed all these steps. You've brought in awareness to this love story that you're creating. You've added in space, you've checked how does it feel? You've started connected to the root of the negative stories. You've, you've taken back your choice. You've taken off the victim mask and you've learned to understand at the very least that the real rea reality is that you are a being of infinite divine love. So what's next after all that? Well, now it's becoming very clear on what kind of unique expression of this divine love this divine love story you're looking to create, what do you want it to look like specifically? Because while we are infinite and unbounded in our loving nature, our loving energy, we also deserve to channel that loving potential into something that is right for us in this moment, something that is aligned with us in this moment, because we're always expanding as an individual loving soul expression of the one source. We are constantly changing. We're constantly expanding, evolving, hopefully into something better. So when we're looking to bring in a love story into our life in terms of a friendship, a new family dynamic, or intimate partnership, we want to manifest something that aligns with us right now. 
we don't want to manifest something that aligns with a old rejection story from our past. We don't want to manifest something that aligns with something we think we should be based off what we see on TV, on social media. We want to, we want to manifest a love story that is true to us in this moment, not any other moment, this moment right now. So what this means is getting specific, defining what your love values are. What is it that you want? This is where the divine masculine really comes in. The divine feminine helps you connect into the love field, the love that you're made of. And now the divine masculine with its light helps you get specific in what you deserve to have in your life right now. So to describe this even more practically, what this looks like is getting clear and concise on what your current love values are. What kind of love story do you want to create? What are the values that underline it, that define it, that are at its foundation? And the best way to start doing this, to work out what these values are, is looking at yourself with two, two questions, two prompts. One, what are the things in, about you, about your own love story that you're really enjoying, that are really helping you expand, that you already see clearly as a beautiful light aspect of yourself? That's one of the values. Okay, so for example, for me, in my love story that I'm trying, that I'm creating in this moment, I define one of my value uh, values as authentic communication. I define one of my values as emotional sensitivity. I define one of my values as honest, honest expression. I define one of my values as spiritual love embodiment, right? Just flowing here in the moment, but those are my examples. What are yours? So those are things that I currently already am. So you get clear on those, clear on those love story metrics. You start attracting from that place. The other prompt you could apply here is, okay, if you're having trouble working out what you currently are that you love, because again, we might have the victim mask on, we might be in a lot of pain. We can ask ourselves, what do you actually want? What do you want to become more of in this moment? Do you want to become more emotionally sensitive? Do you want to become more attuned to your communication expression? Do you want to become more confident? Do you want to become more, you get the idea. But focusing on you, focusing on what you are, what you either are currently or what you are either flowering into. This now becomes the love story that you attract from. This becomes the love story that you become a resonance of. And whether it is a romantic partnership, a new friendship dynamic, or your current family relationships, they will shift and adapt based off what you currently are already or what you are flowering into or becoming into. Right? Lily, you're saying just today I did an exercise with a client to write down at least four love values. Yeah. It's because it's, it's needed. <laughs> it's powerful. And until we get specific, I'll say this to wrap this, this piece up. Until we get specific, 
we're going to we're going to continue to attract we're going to be attracting either way but we're just going to be attracting from our unconscious values that we've yet to define and unfortunately those values might be painful those values might be from the wounds right the unhealed trauma stories that we still have playing like we spoke about earlier so when you get specific and repetitious and intentional now you are creating a story that expands you All right, beautiful beings. I'm going to land it and wrap it up there today. I hope this conversation on creating your love story brought you some value, brought you some insight. As always, let me know how it goes. Don't just listen to my words. Take action on the thing that inspires you. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, you can leave them in the social channels or on any of my social social media platforms and accounts and messages i'm always open to messages if something inspired you i'd recommend you please share this out with a friend or a family member if you brought you value remember when you share the show it doesn't help doesn't just help expand the show but it also helps heal and expand hearts that needed it right never underestimate simple choice of sending to someone that's on your heart right if this kind of work is something you're looking to do i do this with people one-on-one so if it is something you're looking for support with and you want to make that powerful choice to be more, you know who to talk to. But until next time here on the show, I send you love. I send you light. And I want you to remember just how beautifully divine and loving you've always been. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.